can't wait till the kids head back to jail. I mean, school. <laughs> you were right the first time. Yeah, well, Seth has given me a real run for my money. It's like he's morphed into an alien or something. I don't even recognize this kid sometimes. He was never easy, you know? But now, it, it's like we only exist to feed, clothe, and keep him video gaming. James is a couple years older than Seth, and I have to say, Elizabeth and I have had very little trouble with him. How long do you keep him locked up in his room every day? I'm serious. James is a bright, capable, and respectful young man. He knows who he is and where he's headed. I can't imagine we'll have any difficulty shepherding him into adulthood. Yeah, talk to me when he's 50. I wish I had your confidence, Brian. Sarah and I struggle. Me more than her, it seems. And I'll be honest with you, I worry that I've lost my way. I mean it. I don't know how to connect anymore with him, or Jennifer for that matter. Not the way I think I should. Everything I say, no matter how innocent, pisses them off. I get the lip, the eye rolls, the deep sighs from Jennifer, and the death stare from Seth. It's driving me nuts. And it's driving Sarah nuts that I'm nuts. Well, it seems that Ed and I are the odd men out since neither of us has any kids. Then again, Ed, you've been through three girlfriends since we started playing together. <laughs> For all we know, you might have a couple kids of your own. Actually, I do have a kid. What? When? How? Yes, 20 years ago, and in the usual way, Joe. You know, the whole penis and vagina thing. Wise guy, you know what I meant. I do, but that doesn't mean I'm going to talk about it. All I did was answer Ted's question. Come on, Ed. You can't just drop a bomb like that and walk away. Sure I can. Okay, okay. I have a son. He's 20 now. Happened in my senior year of college. Yeah, Brian, I went to college. I know that shocks you, but I did. Carol and I met at freshman orientation. For me, it was like Al Pacino getting hit by the Thunderbolt in Godfather 1. You know, when he meets the girl he ends up marrying and she gets blown up in his car ten minutes later. Only time I ever got choked up at a gangster movie. You're unbelievable. I get that. A lot. Anyway, we met, and from that moment on, it was the Carol and Ed show. We did everything together. Even fixed it so that we'd have off at the same time. This is college, right? Sex, drugs, rock and roll. And we messed up. What I didn't expect is that she'd want to go through with the pregnancy. It was our senior year, for Christ's sake. We had our whole life in front of us. Why fuck that up? Abortion was legal. Why not make that choice? Carol seemed really happy about being pregnant. And the happier she became, the more it tore me up inside. I really loved her. Still do, to be honest. But her getting pregnant freaked me out. So I made the second biggest mistake of my short life to date. I talked to my folks. My parents didn't know much about Carol because I didn't want them to. Why not? I told you before. My family was fucked up, Joe. Why subject someone I care about to that? Anyway, what my folks believed, and by that I mean the sperm donor who called himself my father, was that Carol was lying. That I couldn't have knocked her up because, get this, because I wasn't as stupid as he was always telling me that I was. Good luck with that logic. So there I am, about to graduate, no job lined up, sponging off mommy and daddy. A pregnant girlfriend that my parents hated and whose parents now hated me, and my fucking head explodes. 
thing is, Carol is really smart. She knew I wasn't ready. She also knew that forcing me to man up was a mistake. So what does she do? She lets me off the hook. Can you believe that? I knock her up and she says not to worry about it. So we collected our diplomas in May, hugged each other goodbye, and didn't talk for five years. Wait a minute. Not even after she gave birth? Jesus, Joe, you're fucking relentless. I'm spilling my guts here and you're gonna pick through the mess I'm making? Hey, I'm just surprised, that's all. Well, don't be. I told you that I didn't have my head on straight. Anyway, as I was about to say, Carol and I went our separate ways after graduation. When I finally decided that I'd procrastinated long enough, I called her mom. Took me a month to convince that woman to tell me how to get in touch with her daughter. It's great seeing you, Carol. Been a long time, Eddie. I'm glad you called. Yeah, well, you look great. Just like the day we graduated. <laughs> Why? Because I'm pregnant again? Uh, no. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> really, though, you do, Carol. You look great. Happy. I'm glad to see things are going good for you. You too, Eddie. So, anyone special in your life? Nah, no one's special. Well, that's okay. So, tell me about your husband. Jack? You got more than one husband? <laughs> no. Remember Cindy from college? Cindy Lampert? Oh, yeah. The girl that was your little sorority sister. The two of you were pretty tight. Yes, we were. Still are. Well, about after a year Sammy was born, Cindy called the house. Her parents were throwing a graduation party for her and her friends, and she wanted to know if I could spend the weekend at their place in Indianapolis. Cindy comes from Indy. <laughs> <laughs> Only you would make that connection. Anyway, Grandma and Grandpa volunteered to take care of Sammy, so off I went. And that's where I met Cindy's older brother's best friend, Jack. Funny how those things happen. Yep. He's a really good guy, Eddie. You would like him. And he's been a really good dad to Sammy. I'm glad. I'm, I'm really happy for you. I am so sorry, Carol. I'm so sorry that I wasn't- hey. You're here now. Nothing else matters. Tell you what, how about getting on the floor with him? Come on, Eddie. You've always been a little kid at heart. Go play with your boy. Hey, buddy. Got a truck for me to play with, too. Sammy is beautiful, just like his mom. He's beautiful, and he wanted nothing to do with me. Carol's husband, Jack, who turned out to be the great guy that Carol said he was, helped me with him. A lot. When Sammy got a little older, and the three of us felt it was time to tell him the truth, Jack was right there with me. I loved how he explained to my kid that he was lucky to have a mom and two dads instead of one. That's really something, Ed. You got a second chance. You know, I've always wondered about my real parents. 
I just figured that after all this time, if they didn't try to find out what happened to me, then... Or maybe they really did try. But they didn't have a good place to start, like I did. Who's to say? Anyway, Sammy's in college now and doing well. He and I see each other a couple of times a year. In fact, one of those visits was the reason I had to cancel on you guys last month. So, Joe, when you talk about the tough time you're having with your kids, Seth in particular, I believe you, every word of it. But forgive me if I can't help feeling more envious of your situation than you can imagine. I'd give anything to be able to be with my son every day under the same roof. Even if he was a pain in the neck. Talk about putting things into perspective. I don't know how I feel right now. How about feeling like you wanna play, huh? You again? You've been busting our balls every week since we booked this court. This is our time, douchebag. We paid for it, and if we decide we'd rather join hands and sing Joni Mitchell songs, we'll do that too. Let's get going. We can continue this later, okay? Sure, but just so you know, I'm done sharing for the night. Got that? Okay. Why are you looking at me? I didn't say anything. Keep it that way. Do you wanna... You know, for a smart guy, you're pretty fucking stupid. I'm not switching starting positions. You know, I don't get you. I really don't. You just finished telling us this deeply personal, heart-rending story that's filled with regret, and just like that, you toggle from poignant to prick without skipping a beat. It's one of my many skills, Doc. It's not easy being an asshole, as you well know. Evening, folks. Nice to see you all again. Hi, Sarah. It's good to see you, too. It's kind of late, so I'd love something cold and decaffeinated. Any suggestions? Water. <laughs> just kidding. Here. Yeah. Take a look at the back of the menu and you'll see a list of soft drinks that won't keep you up at night. We also have decaf iced tea and coffee. Uh, I'll have a decaf coffee. Can we get back to what you were telling us about Sam? Without the toggle. I thought I said that I was done sharing. Come on. Seriously. I'd really like to ask you a couple questions. Please. Sure, Brian. What do you want to know? If I heard you correctly, you said that you didn't meet your son until he was five years old, right? Yeah. Well then, I'm having trouble squaring that with what you said about your ex-girlfriend. That you loved her then and probably still do now. What's your point? Well then why so long before you tried to get in touch with her? Like I said before, I had nothing to offer. I was living in my parents' basement for fuck's sake. <sighs> but that wasn't the reason I didn't call. I was ashamed. Ashamed that I didn't have a direction. Ashamed of the way my folks behaved. Ashamed that I let her let me off the hook. But before I admitted all that to myself, I blamed her. Her? How was it all her fault? How about not judging me, okay? Sorry. I blamed her because, like I said, abortion was legal. What was she thinking? How could she possibly rationalize doing what she did when there was an easier way out? And then it hit me. It was an easy way out for me because I wanted it to be. But not for her. 
Probably not for any woman faced with the same decision. A few years after we reconnected, things were going well between Sammy and me. I asked Carol why she made her choice. She told me it was the most difficult decision of her life. Her folks worried that she'd end up sacrificing her future. If not abortion, they argued, then she should consider adoption. But Carol believed that either way, her life had already changed. So she decided to play the cards she'd been dealt. And she did, to her credit. A little while ago, you used the word regret, Brian. I... It's okay. You were right to do that. I didn't mean anything by it. Not true. You did, and it's okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ, listen to me. I sound like fucking Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Truth is, I regret that I'm not the one married to Carol. I regret that my son and I only see each other a few times a year. I regret that I didn't leave my toxic fucking family behind after I graduated high school. And most of all, I regret that I didn't have the guts to hold Carol's hand through the toughest moment of her life. Probably not unlike the one your birth parents faced, Ted. You know, I take pride in my education and achievements. Too much so, I suppose. But after listening to you and Ted and Joe, I come to realize that I may know a lot about a lot of things, but I don't know nearly as much about the things that matter most. I hope you all won't mind if I head home. Not at all, Brian. You okay? Yeah. I mean, yes. There's just... I need... Sorry. I need to get going. No problem, Brian. Same time next week? Sure. Good night.